When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Hey, 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 I'm here with Tracy Bissett, and um, we're, we're actually going to talk about how to get executive female clients. I mean, we're going really specific here because um, I want to make sure to bring you exceptional, exceptional tools and strategies. And what's great about Tracy is that she actually was an executive and now is an executive of her own company. Uh, did you call it financial fitness or your financial fitness trainer? Yes. Visit okay. financial fitness. Say it one more time. Visit financial fitness is Visit the name financial. of my company. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Using your name. I, I, I use that as well. Okay. I'm mean, not your name. I use mine. Okay, cool. And you educate and empower individuals, um, young adults, entrepreneurs to take control of and live their lives financially with confidence. So a lot of it's talking about how to give them that empowerment around financial fitness. Um, but because you have so much experience as an entrepreneur and, and helping entrepreneurs, we wanted to really go to the executives here and like talk about how, how do you attract these amazing executives, especially women, because I find a lot of my clients are, um, well, I mean, all my clients are women and <laughs> women tend to want to work with other women. And if they're going to work with other women, I'm like, you might as well work with the most successful women and the leaders of the world. And I truly believe that the, if, if you're not helping leaders to not be stressed about money and not worry about money and you're not helping them become financially fit, we'll use your language here, um, then we don't have leaders, right? Because how are they going to be the leaders of the world if they're shackled by all the problems of you know, finances and, and, and concerns about all that? So I think a lot of my clients want to help those successful women. They're not always executives, but I'm sure you can use some of the same principles. But yeah, tell us a little about your background around that and why, that they, why you're passionate about that. And then we'll dive into some of the tools and strategies to help them get those awesome clients. Yeah, really interesting. Thank you so much for having me. It's a yeah. pleasure to be here. Uh, starting with just a little bit about my history. When I was um, in corporate, I was working for a huge bank in Canada. I'm based in Toronto. Um, I, I knew that, by the way, before we started recording, because you said a boot or something, however you say that. <laughs> you haven't heard it yet, but I heard before recording. Keep going, keep going. So I was going and moving up the corporate ladder and was making more money and I had great benefits, but no one was really like advising me. And I didn't feel people really cared about me uh, in terms of trying to help me take care of my money. So that's just from a personal observation. And it's so critical as you are moving up that corporate ladder that you do take the time. Um, I think sometimes advisors may think that uh, executives and women on the track to become executives that they know about all things financial and they may be very successful in their career, but they may not have that knowledge um, firsthand hand because you think about it school system does a poor job teaching them families may not have been able to teach um, people about money and so they may have never been equipped 
Perhaps they work in an area where they have to do a little bit around a profit and loss in the corporation, but they may have no knowledge. Um, so I, I would say if I was looking for somebody, it's really someone who shows up confidently, who wants to get to know me from a place of service and so that I can rock it in my personal financial life, just like I'm doing in my career. That's, that's actually good messaging and good language, like rocket, you know, like, cause most people are, are talking about, oh, you know, help you. Uh, roll over your 401k or help you get insurance or even protect the family. But it's like, who's saying like, help you rock it in your, in your personal financial world, <laughs> you know, not just your, your, your business. So, uh, and you were a, an executive at a bank. Yes. Which I think is really interesting too, because we assume, oh, you're even in the financial industry, but you didn't even feel like anyone cared about you. And you're like, move, like, it's still different. It's still totally yeah. different. It doesn't mean you know how to completely grow your wealth. So what are some key components that you think that they could do to even find these women, to attract these women, to get in front of these women? Like, what would you suggest in order to get clients like this? I think you have to study them and understand the things they like, places they're going to be, and then show up there with a genuine interest. So find out the networking groups they're, they're participating, find out the industry associations they might be at. Uh, and um, you're not going to just general women's groups. You're going to look for those where there's a little bit higher price ticket. There's going to be some kind of membership fee uh, and where you can get yourself in the room and establish yourself as a credible source, not there doling out business cards, trying to pick up as many names as you can, but really trying to make genuine connection. And if you're interested in the same things that they're interested in, that's going to happen naturally. And it's all about exuding the confidence and allowing though for them to be vulnerable and actually say if they don't know certain things. So you're, you're probably going to compliment on their career to date, especially once you find some prospects, you're going to be digging in to learn a little bit more about them and then find out what they want in their life. Um, not everyone may have a family. Some people may have families. Everyone's going to have different goals. So you got to get super specific. But the important thing is to carry yourself um, with a level of confidence so they can feel like they trust you because they want to know that they're not starting to work with someone who's just looking like they're going to be able to support them and, and then it not really turn out. They want to really make that connection and they have a really low um, tolerance for people who don't know what they're doing, that you need to know what you're doing. So show up, impress them. If they, if there's that connection, they'll probably ask for help before you even offer to assist them. So when you're showing up the right way, that's going to happen. So, and did you do that? Like, do you have a lot of executive clients? Uh, with the business owners that I work with, um, some of them were former executives. So that once they've started the company, yeah, right, absolutely. You're with business owners mm -hmm. now. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, so go back a step. Like you said, kind of impress them. Um, also you said, you know, join the right networking groups, like not, you know, the cheapo ones, because if you go join the cheapo ones, you're getting people who are just also just trying to get clients and they're not very particular. They just want to work with anyone and everyone. So are there certain groups that you've noticed, like, this is where they hang out? Like if I wanted the the cliff notes version, cause I don't like research. I'm not very good at research. Yeah. I'm like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. So like, how do I, how do I find them? And like, how do I impress them? I'm not very uh, impressive, Tracy. <laughs> I'm just a goofball, which doesn't always impress people, but sometimes it makes them laugh. Go ahead. So one organization that I've found particularly useful for all kinds of different connections is SheEO. Um, so She and then an EO on the end. It's an organization that is a not-for-profit where women investors, and they call them activators, actually contribute their money 
to support women-led businesses and the activators. So those investors actually get to vote on who gets the money. I find there's a really great mix of investors who are uh, corporate women as well as business owners. So you can really meet whoever you're looking for. But the caliber of the women who, who are drawn to this organization because they want to help support women in business and get those companies off the ground um, and get them moving, it's really uh, amazing. And the community is very giving. So um, if you have an interest in helping women businesses, showing up, um, getting to know great people, you could show up there very authentically and make some really great connections. And SheEO was founded in Canada. It's in the US, New Zealand, Australia, and the UK. So you could actually um, generate quite a huge Rolodex of really powerful women kind of around the globe and it continues to expand. Um, so that's just one example um, where I've found some success in meeting kind of women at all different stages, but the, the higher level um, in the corporate jobs are there as well. And how much does that cost? Um, to become an activator, it is only $1,100 a year. Lame. That's like nothing. Okay, that's nothing. Okay, so then, so now we know how to find them at least one source. Okay, yes. and we can we can talk about other sources. But but even $1,100, some, some people might say, oh gosh, you know, well, I can do this, this chamber of commerce and it's only $100 a year or something, or $200 a year. It's like... You guys don't know what marketing is. Like you should see how much money I spend on Facebook. It's ridiculous. You'd have a heart attack. Um, but eleven hundred dollars for marketing is like nothing. Okay, but if I'm going to pay even eleven hundred, like a dollar is a dollar is a dollar. Like it's still going to be an investment. I want to make sure I get an mm-hmm. ROI. So how do I impress them? So you know, assuming that they don't have a podcaster, you know, and, and a lot of I think the women listening, they don't even have much of a brand because you're not taught mm-hmm. in the industry to even have a personal brand. You're taught to like, oh, let me talk about my company, and nobody cares. Even these executives don't care about your company. So how how would you recommend that they impress them, assuming they they join this group or a group like that? And now what's kind of the next step? Yeah, so a lot of those corporate executives who are showing up there, they they may be a little bit cynical about advisors. So you got to be prepared for that. You want to be able to demonstrate your credibility, but you want to be able to speak about why you're different and how you support women and what it is um, that people say about you and and show up there with a genuine interest in the events that you're going to. The thing I love about CEO is that yes, it's about investing in women-led businesses, but they have tons of um, trainings you can participate in. So I've been involved in a, a racial social justice group for the last eight months. And the women who are also learning through this experience with me, we're becoming friends and colleagues and allies. So if you've got a genuine interest in the purpose, you're going to be able to demonstrate your authentic self. But then there's a a beautiful directory you can start going through and and doing some research on people and ask for introductions from fellow members of that group to those women that you want to meet um, so that you can can get in front of them. There's there's hundreds of women. So you want to make sure you get in front of the ones that... um, line up with you. Um, People are very open in the group, I find. Men are welcome too, but it is predominantly for women and they're the only ones who can invest their money. Um, But when a fellow activator reaches out to me and says, hey, I'm interested in what you do. Do you want to have a quick coffee chat? Sure. All day long, because I know that that group attracts people that I have things in common with. Um, So even if nothing comes from it, I'm very open to spending my time with them. You must be wired from all those cups of coffee. <laughs> you don't seem as wired as if we had 10 of these cups of coffee. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. So I, I think all of that is really good. It's just so many 
I think so many women, I, I mean, not just women, but people in the industry, you know, you're kind of taught to, this is kind of, a, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is not in a mean way, but like, it's a typical strategy. Like everyone knows to go networking. Okay. Um, what the, what a lot of people don't necessarily know is like that you actually have to have a compelling message. You have to say something. Yeah. But I, what I like about what you said is that messaging is you have to have something to say to them that resonates with them. It's not all about you, um, but it is about how you help them and, and how you can serve them. And what you said with it, I, that I love is being your authentic self. And, you know, again, I've heard, you know, we want to join groups that you're already interested in and that, and then you have that, but it's, it's, it's with the intention also of growing your network, not just mm-hmm. of getting clients and being all attached to, oh, I have to get this one client, but of growing your network in the right place. And I also love what you said, something I teach too, is you say, ask for introductions. You didn't say ask for referrals. Like no one wants to give you a referral unless you're in like a BNI group or something because <laughs> they have to. Um, if you go in there and you're just promoting yourself and even if like you're not promoting yourself and you ask for referrals, it, it just feels awkward. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. It, it, it just, nobody likes to give, I, I mean, seriously, like, unless, you know, someone comes up to you and says, you know, Hey, Robin, can you refer me to someone? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like Facebook ads gal. Sure. I'm happy to refer and I don't feel weird about it. But if my Facebook, Facebook ads gal asked me, who do you know? Can you refer me? I'm like, Oh, this is going to feel like I, I don't want to sell someone. I don't want to just give names and numbers and all that stuff. Introductions though. I'm looking for an executive assistant right now. And I just like put it out and like, Hey, can anyone introduce me? I'm looking for an executive assistant. And I mean, that's a little different because I'm hiring, but still it's like, it's no big deal. You know, no, not at all. Like, no big deal. So that word introductions with the, I think the intention behind it too, is like, I, I want to genuinely get to know, you said study them and in case you, you missed that. Those of you listening, like study them. Like, that's really interesting. Like I not- study people all the time I'm on LinkedIn, <laughs> checking stuff out. It's very Brene Brown of you. Like, I feel like it's like, you study them. Um, you, what, what were you saying? I go on LinkedIn. I see who we have in common. Where do they grow up? What has their path been like? What do we have in common? Um, and you can do that in like five minutes before getting together with someone. You don't need to spend hours and hours, but then you can show that you've taken the interest. The other thing that's amazing about- We call that work- stalking where I come from, but oh. yes, yes. <laughs> no, studying them sounds very research. nice. Very research. nice. Research that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's, that's awesome. But you can't help someone if you don't understand them. And if you don't understand them, then why you're just BSing. And it then feels like it's all about you growing your business as opposed to you serving them. Go ahead. Yeah. And it has to be um, two things. You have to not make assumptions about them either. You don't know people's full story. So you've got to ask the right questions to, to really get to the root of what they want to accomplish so that you can help them. But in groups like that, um, people love when there is something that is given. So if you polled a few of the women in the group and they were feeling uncomfortable about starting to invest on a larger scale, maybe you could offer a training complimentary to, to this group. And so now all of a sudden you're there standing up saying, I'm, I'm giving of my time, no strings attached, no referrals required. Let me, let me help you fill in some of the pieces. And then some people are going to really resonate with the way you explained it. And they're going to want to talk to you further. And get involved. And that's just like speaking equals money. Like now you have an opportunity to give and there's, I mean, you're, you're the smartest person in the room if you're in front of the room, whether it's virtually or otherwise, but, um, but it can't just be pre-approved material crap where nobody gives a damn and that you're talking about stupid stuff that everybody knows. And every executive has heard that, but they don't feel like you're talking to them because you're talking about, 
Joe versus Mike. And Joe started saving at 21 and Mike started saving at 31. And look how much money Joe has, even though he didn't save as much money as Mike. You all know what I'm talking about. It's like, that doesn't make me feel like you're talking to me. But if you tell stories, especially about executives, if I'm trying to attract Mm -hmm. executives, about business owners, if I'm trying to attract business owners, but using those stories, they feel like you get them. And actually talking about the problems. This is where I think most people miss they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about the problems. Like when you understand their real problems and you talk about the problems in their language, they're like, oh my gosh, she totally gets me. She totally gets me. And most people don't even think about the problems or they're not like focusing on the problems. It's going to be problems and results. But if you're talking, you're speaking in their language, especially you, I mean, I have this, I had this one video. Remember, I was just like, problem, probably female financial advisors. I'm like, problem, 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 like going on and on for like 10. And I, I would get so many people. This is when I was driving people to a call. I'd get on a call. They'd be like, oh my gosh, you totally get, they, feel like <laughs> they know me because I'm talking about all their problems, you know? Yeah. And that's also leverage to get them to take action, whether they take action with you or take action themselves and actually get a better result. Now you're doing your part to help these leaders not be shackled by their money problems and instead to be able to be the leaders that they're meant to become because they're not having these financial concerns. And it's really interesting too. I think a lot of, um, you know, even my clients who are, are, working with executives or meeting with meeting with executives. Um, we do this like interview process. We have this whole strategy in my challenge called the tag challenge, the appointment generator challenge. But a lot of them just assume if they make good money, they totally like have, they're all set. Like that's a very, very common thing. They're like, Oh, you know, I, I feel like they were all set. Like, no way. First of all, no one's all set. I'm not all set and I'm loaded. Okay. <laughs> but I'm definitely not all set. Um, but no, nobody's all set. Not at all. Everybody's looking for help and not everybody's good at asking for help, but if they don't feel like you're trying to sell them and they feel like you understand them, they feel like you truly want to help them. And it's just like one little step at a time where you're going to give them value, give them value, give, you, give them value, and then determine if there's a fit. Cool. It's just like, okay, next step, next step, next step. Um, the other thing that's super critical is confidentiality. So you can't be talking about your other clients uh, in a way that they would know who they are. They need to feel like they can be vulnerable with you and actually share those problems that they're facing because they they may not want to admit them because they're supposed to be super successful executive. Um, they probably don't want to admit, you know, we're we're pretty close to um, one or one or two missed paychecks away from paying our bills. We got overextended with our cottage, our boat, our vacations, all of that kind of stuff. We're counting on the pre-inheritance from our, our families to kind of deal with the renovations that we're doing. Whatever is going on, um, they may not have as, as much money and totally, as you said, not be all set. And they need to feel like they can trust you and that it's not going to get around that they've got these problems going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just say, let's call her Robin. She has a lot of financial problems. Okay. That's good. That's good. But confidentiality, that's good that you, they want to feel like you, you totally are going to keep things confidential. I like that. Um, I was going to ask you something and honestly, I I forgot where, where did my, my brain go? Um, Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. It It was a vulnerable question. Sorry. We'll come back to that. Um, what you were about to say, remember that since I almost forgot, but I have a vulnerable question for you. So you said sometimes they're not where they want to be. And sometimes they're embarrassed or whatever. Um, do you have like a, a story where even as an executive you were struggling or, or like, do, did you have a, a low point where you were like, Oh my gosh, no, you were just perfect. No, it wasn't perfect. That's for sure. Um, but I didn't understand all the financial products as best as 
I, I could. And working in a bank, like you think everyone knows, like you said about everything. Um, so I was apprehensive when I first became an executive to ask about a couple things. And then I, I got a little bit more comfortable and started making sure I was protected, that I had the right insurances in place. I had my will in place, all of those kinds of things that you think everyone just knows it's not common knowledge. So, um, I didn't make you cry, but I still, I still hear you. All right. I was looking for tears. Let's get something really excited. No, that's okay. I mean, I was born with the silver spoon in my mouth too. No. Okay. So you were going to say. No, I grew up, my dad's a banker. So um, I've always had my dad kind of uh, shepherding over (laughs) to Mm -hmm. make sure I wasn't going astray. So nice. Nice. Okay. What were you going to say? So um, in my last role, especially at TD, I was responsible for working with the senior executive of the bank and the external directors of the bank. And so we were seeing these different corporate executives and who was getting to come to present at board meetings, at senior executive meetings. And I can tell you with 100% confidence that the executives who had a handle on financial acumen and could reasonably discuss results going on in the organization and how their strategies could impact the results. Those were the ones who got more uh, airtime at those meetings or who got there at all. And they had a higher upward mobility. And so I think as an advisor, there may be um, a way that you can help in part increase your corporate executive prospects, financial acumen about business to help them succeed more in their career while at the same time helping them personally. And, and people were not getting to, to the board or they weren't getting to the senior executive to be able to make presentations and even get in front of them and get that FaceTime if they weren't credible and competent on the financial results. So I think there's something else that can be added that would really help them out. And now you're helping them in an area they already were doing really well, but you're helping uh, remove part of that ceiling from it. Uh, and now they're going to trust you as well um, in their personal stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Um, any last piece of advice? We're already here. Um, be kind to yourself. Um, be kind. Uh, encourage your clients not to take any missteps as failures. Um, it's all part of the learning and careers are long, lives are long. So we've got to be able to... Um, take risk, be willing to fail and get support where we need it. And that's where all of the advisors come in. That's awesome. That's awesome. And where can they find you? Uh, best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Tracy has an E and Bissett has two S's, two T's. All right. Tracy Bissett on LinkedIn, E and two S's and two T's. Okay. Got that. Got that. Cool. And I also just wanted to tell all you listening because I'm right in the middle of, of this tag challenge. Uh, I mentioned it and I want to give you access to this because we just launched this game. It's actually, it's very cool, Tracy. It's this interactive game, the tag challenge that stands for the appointment generator. Uh, it's a five day challenge where you actually can go through this game. Um, and step-by-step there's like videos. It has all, we call them moves, uh, through these, stages, <laughs> through these levels of uh, you do this little homework and it's actually guaranteed to get you five quality appointments in five days, as long as you go through it and actually do it. And this will work with executives. And I mentioned this interview idea. Uh, We go through exactly how to do this and how, like, and and you think about executives and this is one of the like shortcuts that, that we use where you can go on, you said LinkedIn, this is where to find you. And we use this where you find executives, it could be nurses, it could be whatever, but let's say they're executives. You find these executives and we have, you know, we, we teach you how to like, what's the hook. And it's not in a way to hurt them. And it's a way to serve them to have them pay attention. So it doesn't feel like they're being sold and Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it's all about you. And then you interview them and we teach like how to do the interview and all that and how it can lead to not just clients, like 
like, that's great. But you said introductions, other opportunities, speaking opportunities, a lot of great things. So if you haven't checked that out, um, I think it's, yeah, you can go to female finance. I'm like double checking the, uh, the link here. I think it's femalefinancialadvisors.com forward slash tag dash game. I sure hope I said that right. If not, send a, send us a message at support at robincrane.com. Um, thank you so much, Tracy, for being here. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. Bye. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the Appointment Generator Challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system and you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone. Whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.